Okay, I had to start my audio thing here on my phone so we can record the sermon here. We're in Ephesians chapter 6, like I said, verse 14 through 18. You can go ahead and turn there if you haven't already. Uh, This is Ephesians part 28, and the title of the sermon is The Armor of God. We're going to look this morning at six particular pieces of Christian armor. Pretty neat aspects of Roman culture are brought into this sermon, and we're going to talk about that here in a little bit, but we want to go ahead and read read the passage first, and then we'll just walk through it like we always do. So look with me, starting in verse 14. The Apostle Paul, through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, says this, Stand therefore, having fastened the belt of truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, take out the shield of faith, which which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying at all times in the Spirit, with all prayer and supplication. We're going to end right there. Uh, last week we got into the talk, talking about this spiritual warfare. We talked about the darts of the enemy. We talked about uh, we, that we are to stand against the schemes of the devil. And it's simple. It really is. We, we are to stand against the schemes of the devil simply because the devil is out there making schemes. He hates us and we are at war against our enemy. He is at war against us and we are at war against him. Now, we know that he is a defeated foe because of what Christ did on the cross. He disarmed, disarmed rulers and authorities. But the scriptures still talk, talk about, the, the, about the, our enemy, Satan, as if he is a roaring lion. He's wandering to and fro, seeking whom he may devour. And in this passage, we see that he's shooting fiery darts. And so, uh, the power of metaphor is this. Uh, uh, Apostle Paul is walking around. Uh, actually, he's in prison, but he knows very well uh, about Roman armor. And so, so, the Roman centurion would come with, with full sets of armor. And if you've seen any movies at all, if you've seen The Gladiator, uh, if you've seen any movie at all about about ancient Rome, you know that they carried around pretty significant armor. And so um, they had the sword, they had a helmet, they had a breastplate, they had belts, they had uh, shoes or whatever those things are called in different translations of your Bible. I think it's a shod or something like that. You can see it in your your Bible translation. Uh, But they had full armor. And here's what the Holy Spirit did for the Apostle Paul. And the Apostle Paul uh, used a metaphor and show, show the Apostle Paul that the Romans have armor and in the same way, Christians have armor. Now, it's different, obviously. We don't walk around with armor. I mean, I don't, I'm not wearing armor right now. We do, like, uh, uh, we do have people who are here uh, from week to week that are concealed carry people. They want to protect us and all that sort of thing. That's a good thing. And I carry these guns on me at all times. But, um... Yeah, thanks, James. Um, but, uh... But we don't walk around typically today wearing armor. In fact, in, in normal everyday life, we see sometimes SWAT teams carry armor and stuff like that. But in the Roman world, uh, in the first century Rome, there was Roman soldiers everywhere. And so how do you, you, know, do you grow and expand your kingdom? Well, you do that through military force. And the Roman army did that very, very well. The Roman Empire did that very, very well. Uh, well, not well in the ethical sense, but very well in the empire sort of sense. Uh, so they expanded themselves all across the globe, and they did this through military force. So Paul is looking at a Roman officer, and he sees armor, and the metaphor to help us here today. And I think this is really neat because uh, the Holy Spirit is doing this for us through the. I remember when I was a little boy, my mom told me one time that she was driving and she was looking at trees. Mom, you may remember this. She was looking at trees, and she said it's almost as if the trees, you know, they have. Like this, uh, uh, the tree go up. And my mom 
looks like the tree. Earth declares, the heavens declare the glory of God. You see metaphors. Okay, in sports, um, you have training to get in shape before game day. You have to do cardio workouts. You have to do uh, gym. We have to do weightlifting workouts. You do all that. And, and nobody likes doing any of Rarely do people like doing any of that, I should say. Some people, meatheads who scream a lot in the weight room, like uh, working out, like going in there. My, my former roommate, Buddy Chuck, was like that. He would go in and scream and work out all the time and eat like raw eggs, like Rocky, and uh, just weird stuff. But um, but normally, typically people don't like that, but it's for a purpose. It's, it's hard work, and it's a slow process, but slowly as you do cardio workouts, as you do weightlifting workouts, you get more and more in shape for the season, okay? And so that, in a lot of ways, is like discipleship. It's, it's, it's slow, it's monotonous, uh, but we are growing. We are getting stronger. We are building our spiritual muscles. So the Holy Spirit, as you're living life, watch this, will connect some of these dots and will help us take discipleship just simply... Ryan and I getting together, huge. That's what we love here. We love discipleship like that. Throughout the week. And this is what the Apostle Paul is experiencing. He's experiencing, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, he is helping connect some dots from real life to practical. The armor of the Roman soldier had armor. We have armor. And we have armor. We're going to look at six things in particular, but look with me in verse 14, starting in verse 14, because something is going to be reiterated from last week. And that is these two words. Verse 14, stand therefore. Stand. We've been told that over and over again in this passage. Stand. Having done all you can to stand. It's interesting that the fight for the Christian, the way we fight, is to stand. Okay, It, it, it isn't go out looking for satanic attack, go out looking for demons to slay, go out looking for dark forces to, to take you stand. This is what the Christian does. We are to stand in the armor of God. We only have one weapon according to this text, and it's the word of God. We are to be active. We're not to sit down and say, battle. 